because we do it on StreamYard, which is live, and uh, and tell us about what we're doing there, and so somebody can pay attention to it. Yes, indeed. Well, we are streaming the program live to uh, the Positive Talk Radio YouTube channel, the KKNW YouTube channel, the Positive Talk Radio Facebook page, and the KKNW Facebook page, and KKNW's Twitter, just for good measure. And he said that without having to look at anything. I'm I'm totally impressed by that always. And, of course, you can listen on the radio and uh, on 1150kknw.com, our app, and in podcast form after the show is over or go back and watch the video anytime. And KKNW has got well over 3,000 um, um, subscribers on their channel. So you guys, so there are people listening there. So So it's a thing. Absolutely, it's a thing. So <laughs> that's really cool. Um, the guests we have on today, I've had on the show before, and they are really, really, they are a team. Uh, they're not a team team, but they're a team, if that makes any sense at all. So um, probably not. <laughs> but uh, uh, Deanne Linson and Mark Fortenier are here, and they're going to talk to us, and we're going to explore the topic of of life mastery and and living your best life and having um having really having a good time doing it and being able to impact people in a positive way have i misstated myself folks no you haven't that was that was uh, that was excellent and and you know the the what's exciting is that we get to look at where we are with clarity and say you know a year from now, it, it's the best year of my life. What does that look like? And, um, and, and, and Mark has developed tools over for over 40 years of how exactly to make that happen. And I'll just turn it over to him. He started when he was 10 years old. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, it must be the uh, must be the lighting. <laughs> okay. No, you you look tanned. You look you look healthy. You look fit. You look all those things that. Uh, that it's, I, it's the, I I I live in the Scottsdale area and I play a lot of pickleball. There must have something to do with it. <laughs> it, it must indeed. Pickleball is is a fun little game. It's, it it's, sure is. I lucked out in that one. It's uh, it was a lot more fun than I thought it would be, but. I'm sure that they're not on this call just to learn about pickleball, but maybe we'll do a talk on that sometime. <laughs> that would that would that would be awesome. So we're here because of people's limitless potential to be anything they choose to be, uh, without without um, without limitations. Is yeah, that, you know, is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a great segue into something that we've heard. This uh, there's a uh, a phrase we've heard over and over again. Uh, and probably just shrugged it off because we tend to do that with cliches. Uh, and, and it's, and, and by the way, they become a cliche for a reason that these are the truisms of life. These are the things that are so powerful and, and so solid that they endure over the millennia. So if anything, we should embrace uh, the cliches that we run into. You could, you, you could create a, an incredible life if you did nothing but just, life according to the cliches that bounce around. And here's one of them, which is anything we can conceive and believe we can achieve. And uh, that's something that I think the first time I heard it, I was probably 12 years old and it sounded kind of clever and cute, conceive, believe, conceive, achieve, believe. But what if it's true? 
What if it's true that anything you can conceive and believe you could achieve? What's powerful about that is, Kevin, what is the mind capable of conceiving? What is the human mind capable of conceiving? I believe that in a lot of cases, the human mind is limited by our belief of what's possible. Ah, I love it. So you've just found the great conundrum. So if our beliefs are the only thing limiting the things that we can conceive, and if we could take control of our beliefs, then we could take control of the rest, which means imagine a mind that's capable of conceiving anything. I mean, you've read enough, watched enough science fiction movies and uh, seen enough amazing things happen. So with the idea that there's nothing we can't think of, and then let's look at belief. What are we capable of believing? Either of you want to take a stab at that? Leanne, it's, it, it's the most <laughs> in your court. We're capable of believing what is, is, we're capable of believing what we decide to believe, but it takes massive action to create that, that, neural pathway and lock it into our subconscious mind because whatever we create in our conscious mind is not going to take us to where we want to be until we bring it and uh, you know bob proctor taught me this until we bring it asking source to bring it from our conscious mind to our unconscious mind into our our i am and that that means we're creating neural pathways and habits that, that are deeply, deeply ingrained. And sometimes that means replacing habits from the past that aren't don't serve us and absolutely won't bring us to where we want to be. Oh, 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 I've got one. I've got one. I got, a, I got a question actually for you, which is describe the difference between a belief and a knowing. Oh, I got it. So just before I do a brilliant question, I do want to, I couldn't stop laughing as the two of you answered my questions. Um, and that's what I get for asking these sagacious luminaries and pundits a question. And the average person I say, what can we conceive? They go, well, you can conceive anything. What can you believe? Well, you can believe anything. You guys, I end up getting a whole entire seminar as a response. <laughs> going, well, that's what I get. So I, <laughs> great answers, by the way. Um, and so, you know, the ultimate setup there is, well, if there's any, if, the, if we can conceive anything and we can believe anything, then we can achieve anything. And we know we can conceive and believe anything. But now I want to go back to believing and knowing. I actually have a triad. I call it hope, believe, know. Everybody's big on hope. Oh, the hope this, the hope that. And like hope's a really good thing. But the truth is hope only exists in the absence of belief. You don't hope that there will be oxygen when you wake up in the morning. You don't hope there will be gravity. You don't hope the sun will come up, right? Hope means that I don't believe. I don't know. So it's step one is hope. And I say, get rid of the hopes, man. You got to replace those with beliefs. And how do you do that? You look for proof. Look for proof that it's true. You find enough proof and it forms into a belief. And we do what we believe. Beliefs, they power everything. Your reality is nothing more than stories you believe. That's your reality. That's it. So if you could take control of your beliefs, you could take, and your stories, of course, conceive, believe, you can take control of your reality. And now you've asked the super question, which is what about knowing? So if belief is simply experiencing something enough where it moves from hope to belief, knowing is just when something happens enough 
where it goes from believing to knowing. In other words, it's just believing on steroids. It's, I don't just believe this is possible. I know it is. I'm positive. I don't believe the sun will rise tomorrow. I know it will because it's done it every single day for 66 years of my life. I know it will come up tomorrow. I believe it'll be a nice day. Why? Because I live in Scottsdale and it's usually nice. <laughs> I just hope I wake up in the morning. That's all I hope for. See, you're back to hope again, man. We got to do something about that. <laughs> but so far, uh, you know, without fail, I've woken up every day of my life. And so at this point, it's a knowing that I'm, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be just fine. There you go. And, and so knowing is the only thing more powerful than believing. And when we know something, nothing can stop us. When we believe something, it's pretty hard to stop us. If I, uh, if, if I told you that if you jumped off the highest building in the world, and, and for doing so, first of all, I'm going to give you a magic pill so you'll just float gently and gracefully to the ground. So it, not only you won't die, but you'll actually have a good time. Uh, and for doing it, because uh, you get to prove that my pill works, I'm going to give you $100 billion, the cure for cancer and world peace. And if you believed me, nothing could stop you from jumping off that building. Nothing. You would do whatever it took. You would, you would crawl on your hands and knees. You would do whatever it took. Not because you're going to fall gracefully uh, and uh, get the cure for cancer and world peace because, or in $100 billion, because actually you're going to fall like a rock. You're going to splat like a bug on the ground on a windshield. There'll be no money, no cure, and no world peace. So you won't be jumping because of the reality, because of the facts. You'll be jumping because of your beliefs. Our beliefs are stronger than reality. Now, what's that tell you? <laughs> that tells us that, if, that when we change our belief, we change our reality. And fortunately, that is possible. That's what's yeah. exciting. Yeah. And, and all of these things lead into this idea of leading, living into your greatest potential is if you really understood the nature of reality, the fact that it's just stories you believe, then suddenly you realize that there's really two different kinds of reality. There's, there's, there's uh, physical reality, that's gravity. That's the thing that, that never changes no matter what your story is. It's always the same. No matter, whether, no matter what your beliefs are, you can't unbelieve gravity. <laughs> so there's that, there's that physical reality and then there is perceived reality. They're not equal. Physical reality affects about 5% of your life. About 95% is your perceived reality. Uh, Wallace Stevens wrote, we live in the mind. The rest of this is just a backdrop. This is a matrix. It's, it's a substrate. We are the ones deciding subconsciously as a rule, what is, what's my life? See, people want to love their life. I, I've kind of boiled it down to that. What's the ultimate goal. It's not to have a hundred billion dollars, not to be rich and famous. None of that. You think that that will help you what? Love your life. Well, you cannot love your life until you learn to take, uh, uh, gain control over your nature, over your, your reality. Mm -hmm. Because as long as your true happiness and peace of mind depend on what happens in the outside world, you'll always be a victim to it because you can't control that. And Life isn't easy and life isn't fair. And so you're going to have a lot of bad days. But if that doesn't decide what your life is like and you can get, get control of what's going on in here, you can love your life this moment. 
without changing a thing. So that's the first hint as to what it takes to live into your greatest potential. Thoughts? I have to, I, well, I just have to say that because I had a knowing 20 years ago, I created this show, I created this format, I created the opportunity for us to be here and to create the place for you to be able to talk to our audience about what we're talking about today. And it's because of the knowing that I had, I don't know if anybody really consciously understands that that's what it was. It was a knowing. I knew that I could do this and I believed that I could do this, so I created it. And that's why we're here. And it just and it just feeds my soul to listen to people like you because this is exactly the show that I wanted to create. I love it. You saw it. Yeah. And you, you first you conceived it and then you believed it and then you achieved it. And and here's the other thing. People think that they can just decide what they want and dream about what they want and make a storyboard and go sit on the beach. But it actually takes massive action. The people that are achieving and making changes are not only working on themselves more than they work on their task, but they are taking step after step after step. And I'll tell you, it is so amazing how um what uh, i ran a company here in, in canada before i went into spawn coaching and my number one agent my number one salesperson used to say our hearts in the right place but there's something wrong with our feet <laughs> and you know it takes massive action let's just be, get real here to change your habits it takes space sustained repetition mark taught me that and and then when we then then we need we will eventually be rewarded in public for what we practiced in private said michael jordan no he didn't say that but i'm sure that that's what he did he thought <laughs> Well, you know, when you look at some of the pro athletes like a Michael Jordan or a Larry Bird, and they they believed that they could do, they they knew who they were and what they could do, but then they proceeded to go about working at it every day to be the best version of themselves that they could be. And how many of us, Mark, I, I got to ask you, how many of us wake up in the morning and say, today I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be today? It's uh, such a great question, Kevin, and it's so rare. It's actually the very first thing I teach my coaching clients. The very first lesson is I say, you're going to start to, you're going to learn to take control of your mindset, learn control to take control of your state of mind. And it's going to start with a pattern that you'll develop and a habit you'll create every single morning. Uh, eventually you'll do it throughout the day continuously. I call it quantum consciousness when you're, it's being continually aware of your awareness, thinking about your thoughts, noticing what you notice uh, uh, and so on, so that you are continually creating your life instead of just observing it. And so the first thing they do is I say, you're going to, you're going to, before you even open your eyes, I want you to think about something wonderful that's happened recently in your life. Just something. I, if you have to go back a week or two, whatever it takes, but Think about something wonderful that's just happened to you. Next, I want you to think about what's what's happening right now. What is in your life, this moment that you love? 
that you love about your life, the things that you truly uh, appreciate and are grateful for. And then I want you to think about something in the future, something that you have to look forward to and something that you're going to create or accomplish or achieve. Mm -hmm. And that puts you in this amazing state. The goal is to get you to a 10 so that you are just, wow, I'm in such a state of gratitude. I love my life so much. And then the goal is to stay there for the rest of the day. So how do you do that? You keep going back to this. What do I love about my life? What can I do with my life? How can I make this moment worthy of itself? And just like when people talk about uh, that they, and they lived happily ever after, I say, yeah, that you know how to do that? One moment at a time. I'm going to make the most of this moment. And then in five minutes, well, I'm going to start all over again. And you keep doing that and it adds up to an amazing life. But you can't wait and say someday because that's just not how it works. It's in this moment you're deciding right now if you're going to create the life of your dreams, if you're going to live into your possibility because it's not an outcome. It's a process. I say living into, I don't say reach your greatest possibility. I never say that because that's, that's unknowable. What's my greatest possibility? I have no idea. I'll let you know just before I die. <laughs> it'll be whatever the hell I managed to pull off right up until that moment. The until last then, time, the last time we ahead. spoke, Kevin, I, I I told this story, but I have to say it again because he just perfect segue. Imagine, I mean, we most of us are not using the gifts that we were given to to our greatest potential, and and we we are a work in progress. It's called kaizen, a little bit at a time, continuous momentum. But imagine that you arrive at the pearly gates, and God pulls out his cell phone and shows you a video of who you could have been, had you had the belief and the state of mind to utilize your gifts and to keep growing. Now that's a legacy, that's a legacy, and we are all creating our legacy every moment of every day. Our life is right here, right now in this moment. That's great. You know, I say, um, I've been doing shorts and I, I talk about that point exactly. And, and the point is the past is the past. You can't do anything about it. The future may never come. So live in the present. Mm -hmm. yeah. My 90 year old mother, um, she would play bridge on Wednesday went out to dinner on Thursday, went home and died. Um, so in her case, it was, and, and it was, in her case, it was, it was, it was fine. Uh, it was, it was good because she was 90, she was 90 after all. Um, but the, the point I'm making is that you don't know what tomorrow is. You can't plan on there being a tomorrow that may never come. So do it today. Live your life to its full. Mark, you're wearing off on me here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take that as quite a compliment, Kevin. You, I mean, you speak to luminaries day after day after day. And, uh, you know, I'm just a little mortar in your giant wall of... Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I think remarkable. what they need to do, I honestly, Mark, I think what they need to do is Google you and you'll come up <laughs> and I hope it doesn't tickle. But uh, then, if somebody Googles you, you will find that he is quite a man of, of substance and Deanne, same thing. You are a major business owner in, in Canada. 
um and you've done you've done some marvelous things and you guys both are living what you talk about and that's that's so important why is it i gotta ask you mark why is it and dan why is it do you think that so many of us don't why is it when people hear what you're saying they'll say oh yeah well that's that that's okay he lives in scottsdale he plays pickleball he's a great guy he's got a tan i can't do that you know why do we do that to ourselves you know what i think what happened it's conditioning uh Mm -hmm. most of us look at life as the way we look at uh, at a movie we watch movies we observe movies and then we respond to the movie if it's a funny movie we laugh if it's a horror movie we scream a sad movie we cry Mm-hmm. And we treat life the same way as if we are just casual observers reacting to whatever's happening. We're not taught from day one that you're the one creating the movie each and every moment with every with every uh, thought, with every belief and every story. You are writing that movie as you go. It's much closer to playing a video game where you are continually deciding the outcome. And uh, I think if we were taught that from a very early age, we would have very different lives because the moment you didn't like the movie, you'd stop. You'd say, wait a minute, rewrite. And you'd bring in the writers and you'd rewrite that scene. You'd reshoot it. The minute that uh, you realized that you had actors who were not showing up on time and not doing their job and were causing nothing but trouble, you'd, you'd kick them off the set and you'd recast. You'd remove the toxic actors from your life. You'd remove the, uh, uh, the terrible stories. You'd write new ones. You'd reshoot. And you'd live your life that way. And it's just not something that people are taught. They really think that we're just here in this world and we're doing the. Oh, we lost Mark. We lost him. Um, I do have, I will, I will pop in and say that I do have a friend that's trying to call in and all she hears is music. I don't know if that's, um, uh, anyway, uh, let me if if she's listening, I'll put out the phone numbers. We hadn't done it yet, but I'll put out the phone numbers four two five three seven three five five two seven. And if she calls that in, Eric can can pick it up. Um, she may have got put on hold. I I don't know, but um, yeah, sure. But th- this is there oh, is. there we are. We're <laughs> back. This is this is what we call live reality TV. Yeah, in exactly. 20- you know, but it but it works. Um, now, now Eric says he hasn't had any calls yet, so make sure she's got the right number or eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. Now she's in Canada, so I forwarded her that email that you sent me. Uh, she's hearing music and no talk show. She is on a number, so I'll write down that number. Can you say it one more time for me, please? And this is for you and ever. By the way, let me tell everybody this if you would like to talk to these two incredible people if you have got something if you this is my favorite part of the show because somebody may be just tuning going tuning 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 they stop at the show they hear something that mark said or something lee leanne said and they say oh this is interesting i mean i've been thinking about this all day long and i really would like to talk to somebody about it but i didn't know how or who this is your opportunity to 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 give us a call and to talk about what has been bothering you all day and the reason that you stopped (laughs) to listen to this show is because you are destined to do that. 
I firmly, I, that's another one of my knowings because I have had it happen too many times. So 425-373-5527. And so give us, give us a call. And if you want to talk to these two incredible people and they can, they can help you take you to where you deserve to be. That's, that's, that's kind of my mantra too, Mark, is that I believe everybody deserves to be happy, loving, caring um, people that, that are living their life to the best, the, the best moment that they can every moment. I love that. Oh. Uh, by the way, this will give you just a, a quick insight. And I see we do have uh, calls coming in. Um, as I was noticing that the calls weren't there, uh, this is part of the whole process is uh, because we don't want to be victims. And a victim mm -hmm. is, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I want this, but I can't have this and so on. And so the way you live your life without being in that state is you, you're not attached. You let it go. So I get to let go of the thought that someone needs to call. And rather, I write a story that says, wait a minute, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm being served the best meal of my life, chances are I'm not going to go ask the, the, uh, uh, the chef for anything else because he's already giving me everything I need. And so if we don't get any phone calls, we'll just assume that it's because we're already giving them everything they need. And those are the <laughs> stories that I write to myself 24 hours a day, and it keeps you in a pretty happy state. So yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Well, well, having said all that, Mary's on the line. She'd like to talk to us. But before we go there, Eric, it's, we need to take a real quick break. And uh, it's just in two minutes. So, Mary, hang tough, hang on, and we will be right back. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. We have Mark Fournier and Deanne Lenson. They are significant in this world. So come back with us. We'll be right back. Hey there. I'm excited that you're listening right now. And if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love PositiveTalkRadio.net. On PositiveTalkRadio.net, each show, which is recorded live, is packed with positive information, with real people discussing real issues, and positive solutions that can work for everyone. I hope that you'll join us on PositiveTalkRadio.net and listen to all 340-plus shows. I think it's worth your time. But then, that's just me. That's PositiveTalkRadio.net, your home for great progressive positive podcasts. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, my friend. I'd really like to thank you for listening to the show today. As you may know, I started Positive Talk Radio way back in 2003. We were one of the first shows on KKNW. For 11 months, I was fortunate to be part of many lives, making a positive difference with great interviews and discussions, creating new thoughts and ideas. Sadly, for financial reasons, I had to terminate the show. Well, it took 18 years, but we're back better than ever. And not only on KKNW Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but also podcasting with several inspiring channels with the same driving passion as the original. Please visit kmmedia.pro for complete information about all of these shows. In addition, 
If you feel called to keep positive programming on the air, you can join us by sponsoring the show and aligning yourself with our mission, which is nothing short of saving the planet and each other. Again, that's kmmedia.pro. I'll see you there. And welcome back to the show, everybody. See, that was only two minutes. That didn't take very long. And I did want to get the message out that uh, we are looking for sponsorship. If you are so inclined that you'd like to keep this type of radio on the air, I think it's really, 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 did I say really important that we all do that? And uh, I really appreciate uh, everybody listening today. Our guests today are uh, Deanne Linson and Mark Fortnier. I, that's, I said that correctly, didn't I, Mark? Well, you know, I love to say it in two syllables. So foreign, kind of like porn. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yay! Yeah. <laughs> uh, foreign, yay. Oh, my goodness. Foreign, yay! There you go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's perfect. Well, I want to make sure that we have lots of time to talk to Mary. So why don't we, um, Eric, can we invite Mary onto the show? She's on with us now. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, welcome to the show. You've got Mark and Deanne right here. Okay. I missed the, the introduction and a little bit of the first part, so my question might be out of left field or even already answered, so forgive me. But um, in talking about the here and now and, and, and each of us, working with our own stories and how to shift those stories so we're moving ourselves forward my question because i saw you advertised as being around legacies and i understand legacy would be day by day living in the now but what oh goodness he was just getting to the good part too that was a cliffhanger <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> we Mary, got right up to the question <laughs> Mary, you still there? Come oh, back good. to us, Mary. Come back to us. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we've lost Mary, but uh, hopefully okay. you got the gist of what she was saying. Absolutely. I, I really love that she's speaking uh, about legacy because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we are leaving a legacy and, and wouldn't it be amazing? And that's one of the things that we teach. And when actually on, on Sunday, I get to share this with 300 women at the women of worth event. Um, what if we were able to take a look honestly at where we are now and, and sculpt the legacy that we want to, to, to leave and be able to just take those steps because we're, we're going to just keep shooting in the dark if we don't take a moment to say, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? Um, a year from now, it was the best year of my life. What does that look like? And now, what tools do I need? What capabilities do I need? What kind of support? And now this is really important because we're going to talk about this with regards to the Life Mastery course that, that Mark is, um, is relaunching and I'm going to be leading support the be the accountability partners so where am i at where do i want to be what kind of legacy do i want to leave and what kind of support and capabilities am i going to need to get there so I'll turn that over to mark well let's see mary's mary's back on the line so let's invite oh, her back maybe she can finish her question mary well in hearing in hearing the answer that deanne was giving yes 
that's exactly it. Like, how do you live in the now, build, and then but, but, but place value on that legacy? My discovery is a lot of people are so trapped in desperateness, scarcity, thinking the idea of a legacy is like, what? So that was my question. How do we get to that place where legacy has significance? May I, may I take a stab at that? Yeah. Please. That's great. Please. Uh, I think we, it's easy to confuse uh, legacy with, uh, uh, with the idea that, uh, that they're supposed to be putting a, a statue of us uh, up in the, in the town square and that, uh, that a legacy isn't valued unless it's valued by everyone. And uh, let's just step out of that concept for a moment and ask yourself, what is a legacy? What if your legacy is nothing more than inspiring someone to start a talk radio show? Maybe there's somebody out there who met Kevin one day and said something or did something. And as a result of that one small action, Kevin said, well, I could do that. And since then, 300 and however many shows later, how many hundreds of thousands of lives he's impacted. That's a hell of a legacy. And all that person did was they just happened to be an inspiration for one person in, at one given time. And so the, the question is, once you know, get a sense of who you are and what your values are, imagine just simply sharing them with the right people, teaching your children how to make good choices and uh, looking at every decision that you make as if it will impact more than just you. And that's a legacy. Mm -hmm. If it impacts only one person, you've left a legacy. If it happens to reach uh, thousands of people, well, that's great too. But anyone can step into that uh, uh, paradigm. Anyone can leave a legacy once you understand what it truly is. It's showing the world uh, who you are and hoping that somebody gains something from seeing that. Is that helpful? Yes. And, and, I'm, and I'm understanding, too, in that, that most of our legacy, some of it we're never even going to know about. I mean, there may be some pieces of our legacy that we can describe, anticipate, hope for, like building into our children or our families. But then there are many pieces of our legacy that are going to drift in once we're gone, you know, because we, we don't even realize the, the opportunities we've given other people. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That helps. It's, a, it's the movie. It's a wonderful life. And it's the line yeah. when, when Clarence, the angel says, you've been given an incredible opportunity. Nobody yeah. gets to see the impact they have on the, on those around them and on the world in which they live. Yeah. And, and so you're right. We have no idea of how far reaching our impact has been. And, and of course there are those who have their, their impact is negative. And so the first exactly. step is to ask yourself, do I want to leave a negative impact or a positive? Because we all leave a mark, every one of us. The choice is what kind of a mark do we want to leave? I want to leave a mark for an yay. Well said, sir. Well said. That's hilarious. It, it's so true. One of the things that Mark teaches is um, the children are watching. When it comes to a legacy, sometimes we forget that what's the statement that you make mark about that oh got it um somebody was asking me for a definition of uh, uh of heaven and hell and and i said 
uh, imagine this, I, whether it's true or not, but it certainly would be an interesting way of looking at it. Imagine that uh, that uh, hell is you're forced to sit and look at all the things you did while you were alive and look at all and listen to all the things that people think and say about you. And heaven is you're allowed to look at all the things you did in your life and listen to all the things that people think and feel about you. And you get to decide whether you're going to end up in heaven or hell by whether you leave a legacy of things that you'd be happy to listen to the results thereof. So in both cases, you're doing the exact same thing. It's just that the outcome is very, very different. You know, it's interesting, Mark, because you, you mentioned that maybe there was someone in my past that had mentioned something about doing, are you psychic for heaven's sakes? <laughs> because no, I would that, charge with a lot more money if I were. <laughs> because that's exactly what happened. I had a friend that we were uh, learning how to do meditation and we were learning about spiritual uh, spirituality and all the, all of that. And he came to me one day and he said, this is important. We need to do a television show. And now he and I are long since gone. He's moved across to another part of the country, but he encouraged me to look at that. I did couldn't do TV, but we could do radio. And so Love we it. started doing radio and the rest, as they say, is his story. Oh my gosh. You. Kevin, Kevin, to build on that, you said that you, so you haven't been in touch for some time. I, I have a, I'll bet you, he has no idea how many lives he's influenced indirectly nope. through you. Nope. No not, idea. Not a clue. Not a clue. Yeah. yeah. That's a great well, illustration. I love it. I'm going to take that just one step further. Mary, are you still on the line? Yes, actually I am. Um, I'm going to take that one step further because Mary has a lot of very, very interesting um, knowledge about the, the last part of our legacy. And that's that love letter, that will that we leave behind and the, the mistakes that, that people make. My, Michael and I just about just about freaked out. We found out that we had created a will with our oldest son as the chief executive officer who's in Oregon and we're in Canada. Uh we found out that that was really not a good idea. So um, if anybody has any any questions, you know, about getting a really reasonably amazing will, living will, um, power of attorney, we need all those things, guys. Um, she's, she, I, can, I can direct you to her. She's amazing. Any comments on that, Mary? Well, thank you very, very much. I guess the only comment I have building on what you're talking about with legacy and how it drives us in our day-to-day -day living, you die without your will done. That destroys your legacy. I talk to people all the time that say, oh, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister died without a will. And then the families go to war, um, sadly. And as, as, as we're under tougher times and there's more scarcity thinking, people are after one another. You got five bucks, I'll, I'll take it. And suddenly your legacy becomes, well, they died without a will. My brother and I aren't talking, you know, oh, the house was tied up for 10 years or, you know, she got the painting and, and that's it. It is not those conversations that you're talking about. It is not the influence we've had in people's lives. And, 
yes, on the other end of legacy, my passion is to help people preserve their the legacy they have control over. I don't have control over what you think or say or about me except to live my best life each day. But at the end of the day, there is something you can control and manage, and that is having your, you know, your complete, as you said, love, last love letter, but all aspects of just succession planning. Um, so your family can memorialize you and grieve, your friends, everyone. So thank you for that. Uh, um, I, I don't know what word to use, but thank you for that acknowledgement, Deanne. And, and yeah, that's my passion, as you know, which is what grabbed my attention to get in and listen to what you were talking about on Legacies today. Well, and Mary, thank you so much for, for dropping on by. We really appreciate it. You know, You're welcome. My appreciate. Yeah, and for getting me on. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. You you were uh, okay. uh, very valuable today, Thanks. as as you okay. are every day. Yes. And uh, you know, guys, I just wanted to mention this thing real quick: is that as far as legacies go, um, if you are listening to this and you have a family member that is older. They don't even have to be really old, but if if you could get their voice down, if you could get their story down, if you could have them, if you could interview them and talk about their life and and so forth. I, what I found is I had a company that I called Family Legacies, and I would go to uh, older folks and I want to tell their story, and they would turn to me and they'd say, "My story is insignificant and nobody cares," oh. because they were in a rest home or whatever. And so I had one young man give me his father's name and said, I want you to interview him because it's important. So I did. I had no idea what his story was. But in World War II, he was um, on General George Patton's staff as they were racing across Europe to free Europe from Adolf Hitler. And then he, so he was in the military there, and then he came back. He was in Hollywood. He had a personal relationship with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby and a lot of stars, yet he didn't feel like his life was worth anything, and he, that history would have been gone had I not done that, and, and his family now has that. In fact, my father spoke at his memorial service. Oh, wow. Wow. That is, that is so powerful. Wow. It, it is, it's so true. Um, my husband always used to, well, he's a, he's a race car driver and he's a popular race car driver. So we're at the pits and, and in the break and people come up to the, to the, to him and they want to chat and he always stops and does that. But he, he saw me redirecting to finish making lunch or something. And there had been an older couple who were the founders of the racetrack there talking and I and I went and finished lunch and he came up and he put his hands on my shoulder and he said, Deanne, give the old people, give the old folks their time. Yeah. So important. So powerful. So much. And the older I get, the more time I need, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the faster it goes. <laughs> it's amazing. And I thought it was just Christmas last week, I thought, but it's already, it's almost March. Very yeah, cool. just Christmas night, uh, Christmas uh, 2007. <laughs> so, so before we go, guys, because I value you so much, I know, Leanne, you've got a, 
uh, thing coming up that you're going to be speaking in front of 300 women. Uh, Mark, I know you're starting a new project or new program or you're restarting it again. Can we go through that so that anybody who has the thoughts and the needs and the wants to contact you, they can do that so that you can work with them? Mark, I'm going to let you discuss uh, the Life Mastery Program because I, I, teach the life mastery program that mark has written and i have been doing that for many years and uh so we're collaborating on that so go for it mark well sure uh you know what it all i mean i started out uh, uh like most people in this business i you know they're writing books and doing seminars and uh like most people in this field i wanted to make a difference and like most people in this field i wanted to make a lasting difference and so, as Kevin mentioned, I've been doing this now for over 45 years, and I discovered that it didn't last, that the seminars, I, I, I could motivate and inspire, and, uh, and for about three days, they would be super excited about their lives, and then they'd go back to their previous conditioning. And even the books, uh, they could read a book and say, wow, that was really amazing, and I could run into them a year later and say, what was the book about? And they'd be like, oh, oh, I don't remember. It was something about habits, but, and they could hardly pull up a single platitude. And so it occurred to me that it wasn't working, that seminars like, like diets don't work. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Diets have to be a lifestyle. You can't go to a fat farm. I don't care if you lose 30 pounds. If you go back to your previous lifestyle, you'll just put it right back on. And this was no different. So I started developing uh, courses because they lasted, they were part of your life. And my ultimate course is my life mastery course. And it's where I basically take every one of the most important elements of, uh, of life mastery, the, the areas in your life that you need to understand and, and master in order to ever take control of your life. And I put them in this, uh, the first uh, part is a, it's a 12 week program. And it's in, uh, and it's structured so that every week you you learn a little more. You do exercises to help you understand it, and then you do assignments to drive it into your life. And you do it again and again and again, just like you would anything else that you wanted to master, any other con thing uh, that you wanted to improve upon, whether it's your pickleball game, <laughs> your golf swing, anything that you really want to be good at, you do it again and again. And so it's structured for that purpose. Uh, in order to help people finally uh, absorb the information. And so uh, it was my way of saying, I want to make a significant difference uh, and I want to make a, a permanent difference. I want to change lives uh, forever. And so that's the course. And then I discovered, not surprisingly, I'm, I'm a coach, that uh, there were plenty of folks getting things out of doing the independent study course. And, and I was very happy to see that, but nothing uh, compared to those who were being uh, guided through by a facilitator, by someone who could be there for them and uh, hold them gently accountable every week and ask the question, so what are you taking on this week? And how will you be applying these new insights? And they would make their commitments. And then a week later, that person would be there to say, so tell me what happened. Tell me, what did you learn from that? And tell me, did you follow through on those commitments? And that accountability is priceless. Mm -hmm. And so uh, uh, we decided to offer a version where you could have uh, have a, an accountability partner, so to speak, which is really a life mastery uh, team leader. 
And who would I go to except uh, then the people who had gone through my uh, U-Coach University where I train and certify uh, professional coaches. And so I thought, well, I'll go to the folks who've been through my training, the people who've been through Life Mastery. And, uh, and of all those people in 45 years, if someone said, who is number one of everyone who's ever gone through your training, who has turned out to be the most uh, uh, insightful and prolific and the most powerful as a teacher, a leader, and a coach, I'd say, well, it's Deanne Lenson. And so she has first dibs on leading any team anywhere at any time. If I can't make a seminar, she's the first person I would call to fill in for me. Uh, she's amazing and remarkable. And if somebody were able to get her uh, to, to go through life mastery and have her as a leader, um, they would be more fortunate than they could ever really know. Uh, I keep thinking some at some point, she'll just say, okay, this has been great, but I have 500,000 people lined up now and I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but so as long as she's still available and still willing to do it, I feel incredibly blessed and, and I think you would too. Well, let's all give uh, Deanne Lenson a little round of applause, shall we? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's awesome, Mark. And and together we're unstoppable. And you know, Kevin, thank you so much for letting us share. We will be launching um, the the new the new version of Life Mastery uh, March eight and. Um, I am speaking on Sunday at a woman of worth, Tammy Moyer, women, women's awards. And Tammy died very young of um, pancreatic cancer. And when we're talking about living a legacy and, and being present, you know, 150,000 people die a day um, and they're not all old. <laughs> and so, yeah, life is right here right now. And I appreciate this time with you. Well, I want to thank the, both of you for for coming here i am truly honored i've been fortunate to interview some really powerful people and you are them um you you are every bit as you know neil donald walsh and gary zukoff and all those you're every bit as powerful as those guys and i really and would suggest that people get a hold of you and work with you deanne if somebody wants to get a hold of you if they feel called to work with you how do they do that empoweredinsideout.com and you can book a chat or an email i can help you direct you to the life mastery course um you know or wellness uh, that's also my background in terms of uh, oh yeah beauty from the inside out and and of course i'll i can direct you to mary <laughs> with regards to a will uh for unbelievable pricing and Mark, if somebody wants to call you or to just play pickleball with you, how do they get? Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially if, if, for instance, they wanted to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, they would call me directly, and that's thelimitlesscoach.com. So, and you've how many books do you have out now, by the way? Uh, I've written ten. Uh, some are have sold out and have gone out of print because I stopped writing books because I they weren't having the impact that I wanted them to have. Uh, and uh, that's when I started replacing them with courses. And courses are also, they're, they're audio, they're visual. You, I, I'm on there on camera, I'm speaking and I'm teaching these principles as well as, so you get the, ver you get the written version, the audio podcast version, the visual version. And so uh, they're you know, media robust. 
and you can't do that with a book. But uh, yeah, so I've written 10 and uh, that was fun. And they, I'm sure, hopefully changed a few lives. Uh, but mostly now it's uh, it's my one-on-one -on -one coaching and uh, and my course curriculum is uh, uh, are the, the big things. And there's something else we'll be launching shortly. And we'll let you know about that, Kevin, because it's, uh, it's a game changer. It's an industry uh, disruptor, and it'll be pretty exciting to share with you. Are you going to come back and, and, and talk about it? Yes, Promise, we please, will. Please. And it will uh, we'll be uh, in short order. It's going to be a pretty exciting launch. And, and you're the perfect guy to chat with. You are an incredible interviewer. Uh, you, you just, you ask all the right questions and, uh, and you do it in just the right way. So uh, I love interacting with you. It's mm -hmm. fun. Me too. I'm absolutely blessed to know you guys. It's, it is, it is great fun for me. And, um, I, you, you know, I, it's not very often that I get speechless, but now you made me speechless. I don't know what to say. Speechless so in Seattle. <laughs> hey, I like that. That's 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 pretty. No cool. wonder you're not tan if you're in Seattle and you're in Vancouver. No wonder yeah. you guys are envying my tan. No, it is. It's it's now you know like it snowed this morning here. So, um, yeah. you know, and I want to. By the way, uh, Deanne, I've got like a minute a little less than a minute i'd like you to end your part of the show with something that you'd like our audience to know oh and this just as before she does that is i have a coaching call in two minutes from now okay if i just kind of slip off and let deanne do her thing as i jump on another call for a coaching client mark thank you for being here and go go change another life it was my pleasure and uh, i hope to change the lives the way you are ken kevin and, and you as well deanne Love Thank you both. You. Create an awesome Bye-bye. Well, I'll okay. just close with saying that you were born with gifts. Every single one of us was born with a gift that we can perform at genius level. And I really, really implore you to believe that and to to, to, to take the action, to, to move yourself more and more and more. I had this vision I was writing one of my one of my books and um, I had this vision that I was living in a little castle surrounded by a moat. Got to hurry, my dear. They're going to kick me off. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I learned how to build a bridge over that moat. Thank you very much. And be kind to one another because each other's all we got. We'll see you Monday. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Good Did we stuff. Hit the time? Yeah, you were fine. Thank you. Okay. Right on time. <laughs> I, I didn't want him to go and as you were talking, and then and then just you go silent. No, that's great. Thank you so much. I I uh, sometimes I'm not the best listener ever, so I I should have known that I needed to go make that that faster. Thank you so much. That was a blast and a half. That was a great show. I want to thank you both. It was it was Thanks, fun. And Eric.